Hello, this is Cheryl Stabler with the Unshakable Woman Podcast. We publish each morning at 5.30 a.m. Los Angeles time and 8.30 Eastern Standard Coast time. Monday through Friday, we profile women who have conquered tremendous tests in life. These unshakable women will share their story and encourage other women on their purpose-driven journeys. Connect with us for about 10 minutes each morning and subscribe to the podcast for alerts to new shows. Share the link and follow our team at Unshakable Woman on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for joining us today and choosing the Unshakable Woman podcast for your enjoyment. Welcome to the Unshakable Woman Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have a special guest on the line, one of my favorite women in Los Angeles, who is an amazing gift. Her name is Melissa Hayward Tucker. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Hi, sister. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Oh, I am so excited to have you on the show. Um, Just to get our listeners and insight who you are to me um we met who was it been maybe 10 years now melissa nine ten years ago uh since 2011 okay yeah almost 10 years that's nine years and melissa um has this beautiful story um that resonates with a lot of people around the country And um, just recently, I was looking at one of her videos called Caught Up. And I don't believe in coincidences, but Caught Up is an amazing EPK um, leading about the music in her story. And she's going to tell you a little bit about her story and what she's working on today. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Melissa. Melissa, if you can just share your testimony with us about what kata means and what your story looked like. And then we'll talk about just talking to women who are caught up now. So I'm going to pass the mic along to you and take it away. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. Thank you so much for this platform. But um, yeah, I just want to share with anyone who might have been, you know, maybe struggling with addiction. Um, For me, the dark years started for me when I was nine years old. That's the first time I ever picked up uh, a drink. Uh, That's the first time I ever picked up marijuana. Um, Started out recreational for me. And about three years later, around about 14 years old, I was in high school and um, I moved on to alcoholism. And I just continued um, down that path for many, many years. Um, uh, When I got about 17, I graduated from high school. Everything was great at home with a single mom who had been raising me, beautiful home life, great mom, uh, great family. Um, we went to church every Sunday, all, all of these wonderful things, um, you know, were going on in my life. But for some reason or another, 
I just had to go a little further with drugs and alcohol and I ended up smoking crack cocaine at the age of 17. And from then on, I never stopped. It started off very recreational for me. Um, It started off as just being something fun that us kids would do when we go out on the weekends. And um, I just found my life just spiraling down and down, you know, more worse into a, a dark hole. And I looked up, uh, to make a long story short, I was 31 years old and I had reached rock bottom. I don't want to give you everything that I participated in, but I can just tell you that I lived a very demoralized life, a very dark life. Uh, Along the way, there were some some bad things that happened to me. Uh, You know, I got raped. I lived an alternative uh, lifestyle. But I can tell you the deepest, deepest pain that probably kept me out there, and I found this out later when I got clean, was the absence of my father. Hmm. And that's really, that's yeah, that in a nutshell was the issue. Um, My father left our life when I was two years old. Actually, my mother had to flee from him because he was uh, a violent man. And um, I was two years old when, when we when we fleed from him. And when I got older, at the age of 17, I actually tried to reach out to him um, because, you know, a little girl is always looking for her father's love. Now, mind Absolutely. you, my, my mother met a, a gentleman when I was two, when we flee to California. And this man has been in my life, all of, all of my life. And I've called him, I've called him dad. When I was nine, I found out he wasn't my dad. So of course I've always seeked out my real father's love. And so at the age of 17, I reached out and I got rejected. So having the rejection and not having him there, and knowing full well that he had the, the capabilities of reaching out to us. My mother never not told him where we were, and he never did. Not a birthday, not a Thanksgiving, not a Christmas, not a, any of those things. And that is the pain that kept me out there for so many years. For 22 years, I was on drugs and alcohol. Wow. Wow. So what was the turning point for you to to move into a different direction to start your recovery you know it's one word and i know um a lot of people will hear this word and say well that's easier said than done but it really is the thing to do and it's called surrender and um in 2001 i i was at another dark you know, moment, um, I had another dark experience. I've had so many in my drug use, uh, you know, from being gang raped and all of this and still went back out there. This was a day, it was just my time. I, I, I would like to say that uh, God saw fit that on this particular day in 2001, January uh, the 28th, um, I was in the four walls of someone else's home getting loaded. Um, And I got so loaded that um, I thought I was having a psychotic breakdown. And God saw fit to just give me a little glimpse of of light. And I recognized what I had put myself into. I think I got a hold of some bad dope. And um, I I was pulling my hair out and I I was scared to death to pick up the pipe again. And I said, I got to get out of this house. I got to put 
I got to put this stuff down. And so um, I was able to leave and get some sleep for that night. And the next morning, the Lord put it on my heart. You need to go into recovery. And so, you know, I don't know if you believe in miracles, but it was a miracle. I just hopped in my dad's car that I had stolen. And I just started, I began to drive. And I found myself on 83rd and Figueroa, Hmm. right in front of a recovery home called the House of Yuhuru. And I parked the car and I got out. And when I walked into the front doors of that building, it just felt like two Mack trucks had been lifted off of my shoulders and recovery began for me. Amen. Wow. So if there are women listening on the line, and one of the things I say with every show, um, if there's one word of encouragement that you can give, what is that one word? And you've shared that, and that word is surrender. Yes. Um, But in looking back at your story, um, and when you were in those dark places, if there are women right now listening who are on the line and they might be in that dark place um, drinking to mask the pain or doing drugs or sex addiction whatever that addiction may be um, what are the few things that you would share with them to encourage them yeah you know for one I want to say that, you know, God can do the impossible, you know, and I know that's hard for many of us to believe when we're in a dark place because I was even mad at God myself when I came in. But when we figure out that some of the, you know, we still had a part to play in a lot of things that happened to us, we, we began, you know, to, to get better. But but the one the one thing that I can say to anybody that's struggling with anything is to mm-hmm. please find a safe place to share right. what you're going through. Do not be afraid. Do not be embarrassed to say, this is what happened to me. Can you help me? Do not mm-hmm. be afraid to seek out the help that is offered to us. Do not be afraid to go to counseling. Do not be afraid to go see a psychiatrist. Do not be afraid to go to recovery. There's nothing wrong with getting outside help. We cannot do it alone. Amen. Not by ourselves. No. We we know that's all the trick of the enemy to make you feel like you're by yourself. (laughs) Exactly. That's good. That's really good. So you have some things that are coming up soon. So what are you working on now? What is Melissa doing now with her brand? Well, we're working on the second album. Um, We are creating a one-woman show. And I am also finishing up the book, Caught Up, which is going to give you all of the ins and outs, all of the experiences, everything that happened. I couldn't tell you here tonight everything, but um, you can get it in the book. uh, And it's also entitled Caught Up coming real real soon i'm working on the last finishing touches now i'm really really excited about that and the one woman show i also have a um a spiritual show called spiritual transformation which is um in lieu of recovery and the change process that has to take place 
and it's mm-hmm. on Power Praise Network, and uh, people can reach me there uh, and see and listen to the uh, the show um, through the Power Praise Network uh, site every fourth Saturday at four p.m. Okay, Power Praise Network. We will put that on our social sites. So that's great. A book's coming out. We can hear more of the story and we can see where you are now. And I, I love that social media actually opens up worlds for women. So speaking of social media, where can our listeners follow you and follow your story and see what's going on with the new book? Yes, yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Um, I think my handle is God's Vessels 2006 because <laughs> I don't hardly go on there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And, That's um, it. and I have a Twitter account. It's Melissa Hayward One, and um, I'm on Facebook. It's Melissa Hayward Dash Tucker. You can find me. Just look me up. Um, and then you can find my music at my website. Um, it's Melissa, Melissa's music.net. Okay. All right. And we will copy all that information for you on our social media sites. And I thank you just for taking the time to share your story. Um, what we love to do on this platform is to have women tell your story you know we believe that each woman or everyone but specifically women are designed to share what they've gone through and and god designs us to and he creates us rather um to go through things and be able to share those things to be a blessing to other people who are going through those same journeys so we thank you for your time tonight And uh, if you would stand by, we're going to close out with our sponsors. And thank you so much to Melissa Hayward Tucker. And you heard the one word, everyone. The one word is surrender. Surrender. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for being with us. And if you just sit tight, we are going to close out with our sponsors. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this morning to Melissa and share and like and reshare and repost and push that notification button so all of your friends can hear this amazing story also one special bonus this week will be the epk video of caught up will be on our facebook platform so tune in stand by and thank you so much Thank you ladies for turning in today to The Unshakable Woman. You have many podcasts to choose from and we are grateful that you chose to tune into our wonderful sisterhood. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unshakable Woman. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to call it and share your story, visit our social platforms and send us an email. A special thanks to our in-kind sponsors, Classic Public Relations, a PR firm building your business brands, to Infinity Travel, escapes that soothe the soul, dreamwatchers.org, providing free performance arts trainings to Los Angeles kids ages 8 through 18. Visit our social profiles for their contact information. 
build your sisterhood tribe, and live an unshakable life. Thank you again for joining us today.